Hey everybody, this is Jade and welcome to another episode of Jade Start Secrets podcast. You guys might remember a little while ago, I did a keynote presentation at the Luminosity Youth Summit down in Port Macquarie. And last week, I actually got the footage back from that keynote. Um, It was my very first paid keynote and I was petrified. So I thought I would extract the audio and in this episode I would show you. But I also have included a little snippet of the pre-keynote meltdown that I had um, before I jumped on stage. It was about two hours before I had a look at the Instagram page for Luminosity Youth Summit and I saw just how many people were in the audience. There were around 500 people and I freaked out. started crying and I was just so overwhelmed with emotion and so Aaron grabbed the camera and recorded it and so I've I'll play that I'll play a snippet of that for you we're in Port Macquarie right now for the Luminosity Youth Summit and Jade is preparing and practicing her speech she's about to step on stage in front of 500 people and she's just seen a clip on Instagram with all of the people there in the audience there it's so excited and she's getting a little bit emotional it's it's nerve-wracking i'm a little bit nervous how do you feel i feel excited and i feel humbled all at the same time i i keep thinking um like it's it's crazy to think that my story is going to be one that's going to inspire people and hopefully give people the belief that they can have what they want in their life but like it's crazy like my life's just my life you know it's crazy to think that it could inspire so many people but at the same time like I struggle I suppose being in the spotlight that much because I have a massive fear of judgment so I'm putting myself outside of my comfort zone and I'm growing a lot by doing this so I feel nervous and I feel humbled and I feel excited all at the same time it's a very weird feeling <laughs> I'm so proud of you I think you're going to be sensational up there So I'm sure you can imagine my relief when I got the keynote presentation video and I watched it and I was amazed <laughs> at how how I did not seem so stressed. I was shaking. I remember standing on the stage, looking into the crowd, just shaking. I was petrified. I was I felt like everything was a blur and I could barely remember what I was saying. And then I looked through the video and I was really impressed with how well I delivered it in the sense that you couldn't even tell how nervous I was. And so I thought that the message is really powerful. It's something that's really close to my heart. It's about breaking your molds. And so I thought I'll dedicate this episode of the Jade Start Secrets podcast to the keynote so that you can have a listen and let me know what you think in the review. So the big question is this. How do we have the freedom we crave so badly when we're stuck in jobs we don't like, leaving us unfulfilled, exhausted, and trapped? What if I told you that you're already qualified enough to start building a life on your terms, the life of your dreams? That is the question, and this podcast will show you how by giving you the answers. My name is Jade Weller, and welcome to Jade Start Secrets Podcast. Thank you, everybody. As Andrew mentioned, I'm going to share my story with you, and it's actually going to start when I was 15 years old. I was about to start my high school years in grade 11, 
I was missing my friends terribly. I'd been on, on Christmas break away from them. I had my school jersey, my school books, and who doesn't look forward to wearing their school jersey when they start school? I grew up with my dad and my stepmom. She raised me my whole life, and I had two younger brothers, and they were both under four at the time. I also had a sister, but she was living with my biological mum. And right before school was about to start, it was about two weeks before school was about to start, my mum had a stroke. And she was the same age as what I am right now, standing before you when it happened. So everything changed. I had to get pulled out of school. I had to go live with my grandparents. I had to get a full-time job. My mum needed full-time hospital care just so she could recover. And my dad, who was a baker and worked in the evenings, had to come home from work and care for my two little brothers. So I didn't go back to school. Everything changed. I, my name's Jade Weller, and this presentation is gonna be about breaking molds. At the age of 15, I got a job working for Woolworths, and as you can see, my uniform was very glamorous. <laughs> I was working in the butcher department, um, and I had a job on the weekends at a local fish and chip shop. I was earning money, and I was loving it. So at the age of 17, I moved out of home, out of my grandparents' place, and I moved into a shared accommodation place in Brisbane. And I didn't really know the people I moved in with, but they were part of the church, because my dad brought me up to be quite religious. So they were all part of the church that I went to. And so I started to make friends in Brisbane. And it was at that age that I met my first real boyfriend. And I started to fall what I thought was madly in love, but I now know you don't really know what love is at that age. And so I, everything was just going amazing with him. We, um, we've got a loan together, much to my parents' disgust, um, and we bought a car and a jet ski. And I thought it was gonna be like the movies and everything was gonna be perfect, but it wasn't. As at the age of 20, when I got a phone call and I was told that he was cheating on me with a girl I didn't know, and all of our friends knew, and our relationship was over. A few weeks after that, I was told I was no longer welcome in the religion because of the nature of the relationship I had with him. And so I was kicked out. And the social circle that I had were all inside that religion and they were no longer allowed to talk to me. I was literally on my own. I had to start from scratch and just rebuild everything. I spent the next five years rebuilding my life and that's when I met my now husband, Aaron. He had a job, a house, and perfect teeth. And as you can see, I had a big gap in the front of my teeth. So I was working in the butcher department. I had the worst Australian accent. I had a big gaping hole in the front of my teeth. And to call me a rough diamond would have been a compliment. But he saw something in me, and we started dating. He had an amazing career, and it started making me question mine. Like, why was I not feeling fulfilled from my career? Why was I being bored and rocking up to work every day, just feeling like it was Groundhog Day, like I was in a daydream? And I couldn't figure it out, and so I decided that maybe changing jobs would be the best idea. So I started applying for jobs working as a, um, a sales assistant for a lot of the companies that would supply Woolworths with their products. Um, so I'd go out and restock all their shelves, and I'd get all the way through to the site testing, and then I'd rock up to the final interview and they'd say, it's between you and another person, but unfortunately we chose the other person. And I couldn't figure out why I was never ever landing these jobs. And I now realise it's because I would suck at sales. I'm so honest, I can't lie to save me. So I just was not meant to work in sales. So after that, I went back to the drawing board and I was trying to figure out what next. 
and I went to a barbecue with one of Aaron's buddies that he went to high school with, and his wife was a lawyer, and so I thought maybe I could go work for them. So I said to her, Are you, do you have any jobs at the moment? She was saying how busy they were, and she said, yeah, we do actually, we're looking for a legal assistant. And I said, great, can I apply for the role? And she goes, but what qualifications do you have? And I was like, eight years in retail, does that count? And she's like, no. <laughs> so I begged her for the next sort of 30 minutes to give me a shot and at least give me an interview, and she did. So I rocked up to the interview and I walked into the director's office for my interview and they started telling me how all these lawyers were applying for the role and how underqualified I was. And they said, why should we give you a shot? And I said to them, I've got something they don't have. I will not fail at this if you give me a shot. And so they did. They hired me for the job. And I rocked up and my first day I walked in, overly enthusiastic, saying, hi, I'm Jade and I'm here for my first day. And they looked at me and I was met with a visible frown because I was the kid nobody wanted. I was gonna be a handful to train, had no experience, and so I just had to sort of fumble my way for the first few weeks. But I eventually found my groove and I started to do really well. And it was at the age of 25 that I realized what I wanted to do with my life. And side note, if any of you figured that out before the age of 25, my hat goes off to you because it's so hard to figure out what you wanna do with your life. And it was only because working in the job, I got to see how much I fell in love with, the, with law and how much I really enjoyed my work that I realized I wanted to become a lawyer. So I remember going home and I said to Aaron, babe, 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 I know what I want to do with my life. And he goes, what is it? And I said, I want to become a lawyer. And he's like, okay, great. What do you have to do for that? And I realized, well, I, I, I just have to go back to school and get an OP and it just needs to be five or above. No biggie, like I'm sure I can do that. But I hadn't studied in over 10 years, and I only left school at the end of grade 10, so like I had so much catching up to do. So I started studying. I did an advanced diploma in business, and I would work full-time during the day, and then in the evenings and weekends, I would spend my time studying so that I could finish a 12-month course in nine months and get my results in time to go to university the next year. And I remember the day the results came out. We were down at Kingscliff on holidays, and I got an email and my heart started pounding. This was the day it was going to be decision day for me. Could I be a lawyer or can't I be? And I logged on and I looked at the results and it said 99% and my heart sank. I thought I failed. And I looked at Aaron and I said, I failed. And he goes, what result did you get? And I said, 99. And he goes, you didn't fail, you passed. And I, I legit had, I wasn't sure, I wasn't leaving it to chance, so I phoned the college and I said, this is Jade, I just want to check what my results mean. I got, you know, 99% doesn't mean I passed or failed. And she goes, you passed. And I was like, okay, thank goodness. Next hurdle, what was my OP? And she told me I got an OP1 and I dropped the phone. I did not think that a girl who was a country hick that left school at the end of grade 10 would be getting an OP1 10 years later after having not done any study. But I did, and it was because something changed. Something changed in me, and that was my belief. All of a sudden, I believed I could do it. There's actually a photo of me here studying. I was <laughs> freezing cold on the Gold Coast, which is probably not that cold compared to where some of you are from. And that was me when I was working um, in the retail section at the time. So if you don't remember anything else from this presentation, I just want you to remember the one thing, and that is that you're only limited by your beliefs.
So at the age of 27, I started applying for universities and I got accepted into Bond, Griffith, QUT, UQ, and I was trying to figure out which one I wanted to go to. And so I was looking at the duration of the courses and how long it would take. And my only condition was, was that I wanted to graduate before I was 30. So I chose Bond. It was a very expensive choice, but I chose it. So I enrolled and started doing a Bachelor of Laws and a few months in I rocked up to work one day and again my whole world changed. We were all ushered into the boardroom and the directors told us that the PwC were being appointed as receivers which meant that they were going to step in and take over the business and they didn't know whether I would have my job by the end of the day. I was so nervous, so scared because I'd signed up to do a $120,000 law degree and I needed my job. And so I went home and I said to Aaron, I don't know what to do, what do you think I should do? And he said, well, let's just be positive and look at the positives of this situation. What is something good that can come out of this? And I realised PwC are the industry leaders in insolvency around the world. They're one of the largest accounting firms. They have offices all over the world. This is an amazing opportunity for me to be able to shine and make an impression. And so I, I decided to stay, despite everybody telling me I should leave and go get another job and it'll look bad on my resume, I decided to stay. And I worked so hard for the receivers. And as a result, over the next, uh, I'll get to the end result shortly, but a few years later, I ended up being employed by them. But I was halfway through my university studies and I started studying this subject called entrepreneurship. And that subject lit up my world because it was all about business and how to find a business and how to become a business owner. And we had this assignment that we had to do. We had to write a business plan and come up with a business idea. And I had a partner at uni at the time. And so we put our heads together we couldn't come up with a business idea. It was so hard. And I remember one day getting a phone call from a friend of mine saying, hey, Jade, I want to set up this business. I don't really know what to do. Can you help me? And it was because of the type of stuff I was doing at my work, I was able to offer help to all of my friends. And that was the light bulb moment. I realized I could set up a business helping people set up businesses. And so that's what I did my assignment on. My assignment was called Startup Consulting. And it was a feasibility and business plan that I did on the business that I currently have now. And I got a high distinction for it. So I spent the next few months implementing everything that I had put in the business plan and setting it all up. And on the 11th of June 2015, whoops, I made a post on Facebook telling everybody that I was going to launch the business. And off I toddled to the gym and I jumped on the treadmill and I got a phone call and it was my first client, Linda. I didn't expect to get a phone call that quickly, but that kind of validation was exactly what I needed to know that my business was on the right path and that I needed to launch it. So over the next four years, I went on to finish my final exam three days before my 30th birthday. I graduated my Bachelor of Laws with Honours from Bond University. I was employed by PwC and I still am, working in their corporate restructuring and insolvency team. Um, I am halfway through an accounting degree. I have worked with over 100 startups so far with my business, Jade Start. And one year ago today, I was admitted in the Supreme Court of Queensland as a lawyer. I often ask myself, what changed with me? Like, why, why did I go from being a high school dropout who didn't think she could do anything to all of a sudden, at the age of 24, 25, making such a drastic U-turn with her life and, and accomplishing everything I have now? And the answer's simple. It was just my belief. 
You see, everything that happens to us in our life is part of our story. And I used to be so annoyed of all the things that I went through when I was younger, how people were hurting me, do all, doing all these things to me, except for mum, that was a complete accident. But like my, my ex cheating on me and then like all the different things that happened, I used to feel like this victim. But once I realised that that's not the case at all, it's just my story, and that once you identify with your story and you own your story, you're able to actually break your moulds. And so that's what this talk's about. It's about learning how to identify moulds and then how to break them, because every mould that we identify with, we come with a choice. Do we identify with it or do we break it? All you need to be able to break moles is three key ingredients. You just need clarity over what it is that you want, you need belief that you can do it, and you need the willpower to make it happen. I want you to ask yourself this one question, and the question is, what if? What if the story you're telling yourself right now about what you're capable of isn't true? What if people who are telling you you can't do something, what if that's not true? What if you telling yourself that you can't do something's not true? What if you could have anything you want in this life? What would it be? And if you start asking yourself those questions now, your future, you'll be exactly where you want to be in your life and it will be a place that inspires you and a place that makes you happy. And to help you on your journey, I have a little gift for you. And to receive this gift, I need you to do two things for me right now. The first one is I need you to take out your phones and take a photo of the slide above me. And once you've taken a photo, I want you to text the word idea to the phone number. And that number is 0488 884541. And when you text that word idea to that number, you'll get a text message back from me in a few minutes, which will be a link to a seven day business idea challenge that I'm launching on the 5th of August. It goes for seven days and you've got access for free. All you need to do is click on the link from the text message that you get back and set up your account in the next 48 hours. So I hope that helps you on your journey of finding what it is that you wanna do with your lives. And I hope it inspires you to break your molds and start asking the question, what if? Thank you. If you found value in this podcast, please let me know by leaving a review. It takes 30 seconds and tells me that you're loving receiving the content from me. It takes time to think of, record and edit these podcasts and I do it to help you on your journey. So please let me know what you think. If you're ready to launch a business, I have a brand new course which will give you the coaching I've been doing with my one-on-one clients for the past four years inside of a group coaching platform without the expensive price tag of the one-on-one coaching and it's delivered online with weekly check-ins so even the busiest person like me can manage the course load. I work a full-time job, am studying at uni and running my own successful consulting business so everything I create for you as my client is tested to make sure it can be achieved with the busiest lifestyle. I've priced the course so it's cheaper than a couple of Uber Eat meals a week and you will get me as your business coach taking you through the entire process to launch your business successfully with the proper foundations for growth. So if you're ready to take the next step to break your mold and achieve the lifestyle you deserve, click on the link in the show notes and sign up for the Launchpad course. 
If you haven't got a business idea yet, I offer a seven-day business idea challenge, which will help you find your purpose or why in life and match it with any number of epic business ideas. You do this challenge with a group of people so you can bounce ideas around and learn from everybody's insights. The challenge has been a huge success. So if you're ready to find your purpose or an epic business idea and learn how to validate it before launching it, sign up for the challenge and join our next intake. I appreciate you all for listening and I hope you have an amazing day wherever you're listening in the world.